Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. So, I certainly hope and pray that your families are well and that you're staying away from the virus, which means staying in as much as possible. The question came up, or actually it was more of a statement, that had to do with, is this virus, is the coronavirus, a judgment of God? And there's some patients, some pastors that are weighing in, that are saying, oh yes, absolutely, it definitely is. And then there's some pastors that are like, well, actually, I think this is a sign of the, of the end times. What I would like to turn our attention to is something a little different. This is the time, coming up on the time of Passover. And this is a very special time of year. More than any time of the year, this is the time of the resurrection, which is healing for all of us, spiritually, emotionally, maybe even physically. But here's, uh, here's some thoughts that I want to put in your direction for you to consider. Anytime something this big happens all over the world, it always gets people to think. And it gets people's attention. Now, am I saying that God put this virus out there to get people's attention? No. But, hopefully, we do turn our attention to Him during these times. Because there have been other viruses There have been other things that have occurred in history. And this will be one of the big ones, no doubt. But if you think, when World War I occurred, and most people obviously don't remember it, people were horrified. I mean, you can look at the documentaries and the accounts. People were horrified. People were dying. I mean, soldiers, just by by the thousands. And they said, this is the war to end all wars. This is so horrible. And after that, World War II. And 
in the U.S. and other places, the Great Depression in between those. And even further back, even further back than that, if you look at the Black Death in Europe, killed a third of the entire population of Europe. Wholesale. Just the stories. So, let me throw this at you. Is World War I a sign of God's judgment? Is World War II a sign of God's judgment? Was the Black Death a sign of God's judgment? In many situations, and in Passover time, if we look at the plagues on Egypt, those were very specific for a very specific purpose. And God made it very clear, this is what I am fixing to unleash on you. Because he sent Moses to Pharaoh to talk, to talk first, to give the guy a chance. And time after time, every plague, all ten of them. And the kicker is, is again, these were plagues and they were horrifying and God did these on purpose he did these on purpose to rescue his people from that Pharaoh now the direction that I'm thinking in terms of the worldwide catastrophes that I've just mentioned is this horrible things happen in a world where sin exists it's a fallen world our fallen world is plagued with diseases that's what happened at the Black Death in Europe. Now, is God able to use and make good, if you can believe that, it's true, out of something horrible? Can something, can God salvage a situation? Yes. Yes. World War One. The world was not destroyed. World War II, the world was not destroyed. The Black Death in the Middle Ages, the world was not destroyed. But I'll tell you, the people living in it thought the world was ending. And that it was a direct judgment of God. 
Now, at the very least, at this point, hopefully, our attention is drawn to him. Our attention is drawn to him. That's important. And during each one of the periods, these disasters I've mentioned, the church had an opportunity to minister. This time of this virus, of this disease, is an opportunity. An opportunity to do several things. First thing is to turn our attention to Him. Now, if you have had someone die in your family, that's hard to do. And I get that. I've had someone die in my family that I, I was like, I don't understand. Why? It happens. But I'm not going to lay that on God because of the world we live in. Because, unfortunately, the sin that's here. That's what screwed it up. Well, and, and then people, I don't understand why didn't God just obliterate sin. Well, he can if he wipes the planet clean and kills all of us. But that's not what he's got in mind. So first thing is, is to turn our attention to him. The second thing is to draw closer to him by, by praying together, by studying his word together by reaching out to other people. And when I say together, um, you can do that on the internet. <laughs> you can do that with, you know, and with very small groups apart from each other, right? And family units and couples on the internet, on the phone, we've got technology. And reaching out and helping. Right now, the people that need our help the most are the people on the front lines, and that's the healthcare workers. They're exhausted. And it just so happens, part of my professional life is seeing physicians and doctors' offices. They work very hard. And now they are strapped. They are absolutely exhausted. But because it, it it's so it takes so much effort to keep somebody from dying. And then they do it. They they pour themselves into it and the person may pass anyway. Now any death is a horror is a horrible tragedy, any death. But praise God, the death rate is not larger. 
I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. I mean, the bubonic plague took a third of the entire population of, of, of a whole continent, or of, of, of all of Europe. I mean, yeah, it could be bad. Way bad. Much worse. But now, there's one other thing to think about that I'd like to mention, and that is this. The last plague that happened at Passover, what were God's instructions? God's instructions to them were this. So they put blood on the doorposts to signify to signify his people his people put the blood on the doorposts so that the death angel would know and this is corona's been called the death angel and i'm telling you you know i'm not going to go that far but here's but it is a it's deadly but but they put the blood on the doorpost signaling that's who belongs to God plead the blood of Jesus over you and your family if you don't have your family plead it over you whoever is in your house with you that's that's the thing they did. The other thing is, they stayed inside. They didn't all congregate at that time. It was a family situation. They may have neighbors over to celebrate with them, but it was a family situation. And they stayed in. They weren't running around Egypt. When the death angel was working, was out there. The other thing is, they had a meal together. They share food for the purpose of worshiping God and thanking Him. And then the last thing I notice is this they were ready. They had their clothes on. That was God's instruction. To have your clothes on. Have everything else like you're going to walk right out the door. Be ready. When this is over, be ready to go forth and help people. Be ready. Be ready. So, This is a serious, serious virus. It is a serious disease. It is a pandemic. Is it a plague from God? I'm not going to go that far. Some people will. They'll just say, boom, yeah, it is. 
But here's what I'm going to say. In this world, horrible things have happened and will, unfortunately, maybe happen again in the future. I hope not. We pray against that. But we are still the church. And we still, if you belong to the living God, then he's called us to be his people in this situation and help as much as possible. And draw closer to him. This should make you want to grab grab his, his coat and hold him close. So, please take this seriously, but don't listen, please, to teachers that are trying to panic people. Okay? I'm begging you. Use the Spirit of God and use that discernment that you know you have. And do what Moses did and the people of Israel during Passover. Then when it was gone, what did they do? They went out. Why did they go out? Not just to go out. They went out because God said, Let them go so they can come and serve me. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. And I want to encourage you in these times, and it's scary stuff, it's scary times, to draw closer to the living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through Jesus and plead the blood of Jesus over you and yours. In Jesus' name, do it. Do that. And I want to encourage you, as always, to keep on keeping on. As always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.